You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic, or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter... Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Good, 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 good news, everyone! Welcome to the world of tomorrow. I'm your southern gentleman host, Daniel, as I see it right. And I'm your southern asshole host, Crippity Crankins. <laughs> and now, I do not, it is not a pleasure to be here, and I will say mean things the whole time. <laughs> uh, if you are so obliged, Crippity Crankins, uh, indeed you may. Well, I didn't need your permission, a-hole butt. <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow, folks. The Futurama-centric podcast done by lovers, learners, and lickers, not by experts. Uh, I love how naturally that became the new uh, one of our like slogans. Lovers, learners, and lickers. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, just I like it was a, the next L word that came in. Lovers, but it lickers, works. And likers of the show of the show. Um, See, well, it, it my name's Willie, and Daniel over here is Daniel. I'm gonna say this. His <gasps> name's. <Ter> <laughs> 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 now. Hey. I'm just following in your footsteps today, sir. <laughs> I was considering taking that out of the intro because <laughs> I can easily remove that, but don't. Now I'll no. keep it in. But don't. please, um, I shouldn't have done it though because now PD's em emboldened to continue burping Free when rain. I explicitly said, and and Evan, I've begged and pleaded, and please stop doing that. <laughs> as long as I am drinking a, the gaseous lacroix, my body will be as my body is. Yes, Simple but you can burp away from the microphone. Jenny. I would at this point I would take you doing a loud burp artist. away from the mic. You lean in closer than you normally are. That's not that's not that's And that's an offense. That's not that is uh, literally one million percent not. Counselor, I am actually going to need you to approach the bench. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Your honor, you're in contempt of court. Bailiff, please take your uh, please take his honor to his chambers. Bailiff, I'm going to ask you to step away from the bench. So now you can't actually <laughs> take me anywhere because you are not allowed to approach the bench. <laughs> because legally I control all movement in the court like Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and that includes the food court. So the, now the koala food court is closed and no one can have chicken tenders. <laughs> Chicken tendies will only Caesar salads will be served for lunch with half dressing portions and no chicken or croutons. It's God, just the lettuce salad. and it's iceberg and it's not even romaine. <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh, you know what I like? I like a nice spring mix with like yes. 50 percent, 50 50 spinach. spin dark lettuce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. And now yesterday we did have a salad mix that had some lettuce and a little bit of kale. And I was like, okay, this I'll allow because I can't do there was kale. more lettuce than kale. The, 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 the thing that they normally flavor with it, but not Sorry. standalone. Exactly. And also it's too <laughs> crunchy and you never, I never thought I would say those words before cause I'm a crunch master. But <laughs> I thought you were going to say Chris Crunch Gin, like because <laughs> I'm a Crunch Gin, so I'd never say it's too crunchy. <laughs> no, but um, anyway, it's it's it, be, it goes beyond crunch and it goes into toughness or something. It's like eating wood. Well, right, and it's like like the leafiness is bitter, like charred, and then the center, like the what do you call it? The it's mang, hard, like mang. broccoli, like uncooked stem, broccoli yeah, stock. It's fibrous. It's yes, the stalk. You is could even, let's like, just say this: like you could peel stem. off the fibers and make a basket out of it. That's how strong could, it is. You could absolutely weave a basket of kale. It's actually kale people don't know this. Back in like what was it? The early 1900s, um, the cotton lobby actually denounced two different other sectors of plant fibers. Besides they were hemp. It was hemp. <laughs> and kale and people Actually, don't know that this is a real fact which i heard which i don't know the hemp was racist against 
Latino immigrants, and the kale was racist against crunchy granola Canadian immigrants. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I have heard that in many circles. I did hear this, and I don't know the validity of it. I want you to Google it as I say this. But I have heard that before the 90s, like when the kale had its renaissance, before the 2000s, uh-huh. the number one um, like orderer, eater, producer, not producer, but a consumer of kale was Subway because they used to decorate their buffets with it. And so they put kale on the center of it. Okay, here we go. Write it. Okay, here we go. Right, the number one source of Inter- Okay, this is very close to what you're saying, but different. Before 2012, the largest buyer of kale in the U.S. was Pizza Hut, and they only uh, used it as a garnish around their salad bar. Yes, that is exactly what it was. So it is true. Is that like – is there like a source? Any sauce? Uh, I, I closed the window already, but it was on Reddit. But it was a TIL, so Reddit there is a Reddit. source. You, I think you have to have a link to do TIL. Today I oh, learned. see, there you go. Isn't that yeah. fucking phenomenal? Like, oh, yeah, people were literally only using it. And then some – there's – you know what happened? Some really fucking smart farmer hired a really dank-ass oh, yeah. lobby firm. Well, that's why I like, love the, the – there's like Portlandia sketches about that, like the, the different vegetable lobbies and how like – Oh, yeah. Brussels sprouts were having a moment and like kale had a moment <laughs> and then like other ones are trying to get in, but it's just like not working. Yes, exactly. Um, Brussels sprouts. I had some today. I I thoroughly love Brussels sprouts. I I, I can't get on board. They are too farty for me. They taste like fart. Uh, that is technically correct, but like, so does broccoli. So does any food. Okay, broccoli does taste like you fart. You are gaseous clay, and I can hear it, and I'm loving every minute of it. The mic is now that I'm using this new positioning, it's way better. And I apologize, I listeners, because now I I'm becoming sh- the evil that I was so set against. <laughs> Anakin, (laughs) 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 the birds. Exactly. (laughs) You. That was a good you and McGregor. Anakin. (laughs) You get one. You get one every year. You get one, (laughs) and it happens by accident. Um, But what was I? What was I going to say? And I don't. Kale lobby. uh, Brussels sprouts. You don't like. Oh. uh, Oh. Oh, broccoli smells like farts. Broccolini or broccolette or whatever, that's a superior broccoli. brock. Two, no, no, two different experiences. A thousand percent two different experiences. That's what broccolini I'm saying. It's like – It's good. Well, but, but it's, it's actually like, good. Like, you wouldn't make broccolini with for like a normal dinner. You'd make broccolini for like you're having like steak or like a nice salmon filet. Why can't I have nice things for a normal dinner, Pete? You'd make like dirty broccoli for like you're like I'm having broccoli and a baked potato. No, like broccoli and boxed mashed potatoes and a big old honk yeah. meatloaf. That's what I'm saying. Broccolini is superior. Yes, I okay, okay, I agree. But I love broccoli too. I make broccoli for my meal prep all the time. It is very oh, no. It is good for bones. It, it is good for you. I just don't well. think I just don't I think it's like too the texture isn't as good because it's not as balanced of a texture. You it's hard make, to get right. Broccolini is just easier to work with. Maybe I'll say it that way. True. It's basically it's basically the asparagus of broccoli. Sure. You just throw it on a pan, put some oral on it. Well, what's and then, the like, broccoli of asparagus, though? Uh, that would be crab um, apples. <laughs> crab apples. Uh, no, that would be what's the what's the uh, is I, I did that today at work. Oh, I was like, I'm gonna do oh, that twice. Romanesco. Yeah. No. 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 The fractal the broccoli. Yeah, fractal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, you knew it. The fractal cauliflower and everything. I always want to say tessellation, but it's not correct. Tessellation so. is the physics term for it. Oh my God! Speaking of, as of every time I say or think of the word tessellation, we had this college teacher named Mr. Jim, and he was morbidly obese, and he was like in his sixties, and he was trying to become a teacher, which I applaud and I love. But you're in a room full of eighth graders, and you like bring. But you are crackers. you could eat one fully. <laughs> right, you can fully eat a full-grown eighth grader. I feel so bad. We made relentless fun of him, and I don't think he ever heard us. But he like couldn't hold, keep his pants up. They were always falling down. He oh, I remember him. Up. I remember him because I remember and the like, pants thing. Yes, and he was like, "Oh, he like handed out crackers one day, and Corian refused to eat the crackers because he like pulled them out of the box himself and then like served them on like napkins." And I was like, "Well, how else is he gonna do it?" And I felt so bad for him. And he was like trying to do a yeah, nice thing for kids, like buying two boxes of crackers. And I was like, "I'll eat your crackers, Mister Jim." Ew! I felt so bad. I would too, but you, that's course, the sort I of thing where it's like works. you don't don't do anything you're not comfortable with, guys. We got to teach our children. I agree. I agree with that. Stand up for yourself. Learn your boundaries and, and put them out. Learn there. Learn your boundaries. Like, oh, 
poor Mr. Jim. He's so old and fat, and he probably, like, was getting his teacher's license after he was in, like, the Navy. I'm really just making up a backstory for him at this point. But You just want to feel more sorry for him. <laughs> He's former <laughs> homeless. He, <laughs> in his spare time, he works at the ASPCA to help adopted dogs find homes. <laughs> his he wife donates all of the money he earns teaching ago. to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. <laughs> Actually, you're not. You're just describing Ruby, <laughs> which was my college professor who was oh, also really? fat and couldn't keep his pants up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a commonality here. Is if you're fat and you no. can't keep your pants up, you probably do a lot of nice charitable things. <laughs> he was a veteran from Vietnam, which is why he couldn't keep his pants up because he couldn't walk. And he like he bought his car from St. Jude's because it was like used to transport sick kids around. And he was like, it helps them out. And they got they got to get rid of the cars anyways. And I don't care what I drive. But he was like very confident and would like talk to a, a room of 250 <laughs> students. It was just like, I love it. And he would be like, all right, what's the answer to question four for extra credit? And he'd be like, you. And he'd always pick the person who was not paying attention. Like you, the pirate lady in the back who has her headphones on, who's <laughs> on her laptop. What is it? She'd be like, I don't know. D? And he'd be like, <sighs> her mouth said D. But her eyes and her heart said B, and she's right. It's B. Okay, <laughs> one point. <laughs> I do love that. That's very fun. Right? Oh, God. I, I do enjoy that him. type of attitude. I do. One of my because favorite professors ever. If you're fun, you're memorable. Look, you just mm-hmm. remembered the answer to a test from 10 years ago because of how much that fun you had. That was my freshman had. year. That was 13 years ago. Don't, don't date us. I was rounding down. Four score. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Get this, guys. It was in the last decade. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Gross. Some of I mean, our listeners weren't even born. I was about to say, yeah. God, I hope born. we don't have any 10-year-old listeners. No. No offense, but 10-year-old... Fuck off and... Ages 9 to... Ages 10 to 12 are maybe one of the worst demographics, at least for boys. I won't speak for the girls' population, but for boys, what a terrible time. I'm gonna tell all the ten to thirteen. Oh, true. Well, no, you're but you're you're learning your body. Your nipples are sore. You're growing up. Your knees hurt. It's, it's all great. Your what? knees never stop hurting. By the way, your nipples. Are I sore. think mine. I had one sore nipple around that age. Yeah, because I was you developing had gastroenteritis. You had gastro issues. I remember you had to eat what? yogurt one time when you were. We were. I think. That was like after my wisdom teeth surgery because <sighs> I had been taking antibiotics and I was 16. That was not when the infamous senator. moment happened when you were clapping along offbeat on purpose and I snapped while driving. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember this. Clapping okay, we were trying to do a tight 45, but now I have to tell this story. <laughs> we'll tell the story. We can just skip whatever Collins. We'll just tell the story. So um, basically, I got my wisdom teeth removed at when, when I, we were 16, and I was taking antibiotics to help with um, – To prevent – Correct. I do. I, I to help prevent that. like infection, basically, and it was really messing with my stomach. I was having a lot of stomach aches, and I mm-hmm. couldn't eat. Like I was just like not hungry, so I was barely eating. And we yes. were out on like a Friday night. And it was probably like a week I'm after. Put a caveat this. here: uh-huh. blood sugar is a very important thing to the Calvin family. Oh, I was going to. I was going to cover that. Yeah, yes. exactly. Okay. And so, um, as PD said, I'm very much a. Blood sugar. I am a. Um, I get hangry very easily, mm-hmm. and I think I've. I learned to control a little bit better now as an adult. But back then, I I was unhinged. Now you and just so get anyway, quiet. I had right. not. This eaten. guy needs a granola bar. Yeah, this guy needs a granola bar. <laughs> get this guy, get this guy a Nature Valley. <laughs> yeah. um, no, so I was. It was like a Friday night or something. We were driving around as we are wont to do. I think it was a group of us were at Will's house. We decided mm-hmm. that we were. I decided I'm so fucking hungry. I need to go eat. And I was mm. like, you know what sounds good? Like a Jimmy John's sandwich. Because I knew it was soft. Oh, I knew I could eat yeah. that because even though my mouth was sore, it was soft enough I could eat. So I was like, you know what? I don't have my wallet though. So if you guys want to come with me, I'll drive, but we have to stop by my house because I need to grab my wallet. And um, this, is, this is, by the way, this is like the form of entertainment in the Midwest. This is what you do. You hang out in someone's basement or you drive in a car. Exactly. Those are the two it's, options. It's the fun. It's the fun thing. And those we are never, both fun. And we had a lot of good times. We never went to Walmart. People say in the Midwest, like I used to go to the Walmart and like walk around. Like we never did that. No, shit. that we was what like, Delta kids do. They would drive their truck to the Jiffy Lube and hang out in the yes. Jiffy Lube parking lot. Yes, exactly. Anyway, so we're driving back to my house and we have we're listening to music or something. Petey's in the front seat, I believe. 
He is, or maybe it was Joel. Are there Joel. multiple people with us? There are multiple people. I think That's Joel I was with us. I think maybe like a Taylor Harnish or an Ellie was with us. Okay, yeah. We don't know Taylor Harnish yet, did we? That was next year. No, we did. At oh, 16? no, no, junior year. Sophomore right. year, yeah. Right. This would have been like yeah. sophomore year. Anyway, there's a few more people with us. Daniel does this thing, which is funny. I will give you that. It was funny. I w- if I was not in, if I was not hangry, I would have thought it was funny. Daniel's clapping offbeat like a mom at a Wiggles concert. Great bit. Oh, yes. I love that bit. I used to do that. It gets me. I'm like having like sensory overload because of how hangry I am. And I, in my mind, I'm like, hey, could you stop clapping like that? But the way it really came out was like. The radio really came out was like, stop coming like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone goes quiet. (laughs) Just that car, you could have heard a mouse drop. It was so. You could have heard a mouse DJ drop the beat. (laughs) That's right. Not a pen drop, not a mouse in church, a mouse DJ drop the beat. It was. I scared oh everybody. God. No it one so fucked funny. with me after that. And it was like two minutes, but it was like two minutes of just pregnant silence of everyone. No, being it like, could have even been like sixty seconds because so... we. I remember what happened. It happened when we were on Riverside and we were about to turn into our neighborhood, PD. So that's not very far away from my house. Yeah, basically. no, it was pretty close. We, so yeah, it was like maybe 60 easily sixty seconds, seconds yeah. but it was like the longest sixty seconds because I was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> and then and then of course like just because we were such a tight-knit group within like five minutes it was for we were joking like, about it yeah, i was we embarrassed though i was embarrassed but like that's what you do but it was fun was, like, it was all good we yeah just to joke about like oh i made a mistake i'm gonna joke about it ad nauseum until everyone kind of i like, did i was able to get over it pretty anymore. quick i was able to sort of be like yes we're gonna joke about this and i can laugh about about it pretty quick <laughs> but but the other thing is that I am honored that you felt so comfortable that you could say to that yell to at me you and like and you and you knew that I was like, okay like all right I'll, I'll stop I mean I'm honored you didn't you didn't be like what an asshole no I would fucking never I'd be like all right I was probably I was probably being a dick doing that and like he's clearly in a bad mood and I'm just poking the bear anyway yeah exactly poking the bear. <laughs> Any P- uh, anyway, PD, why don't we get to a little something that we like to call... Holy fuck, we haven't even done it yet. <laughs> That's what I said. Do you want to skip good news too? No, no, no. Let's do good news. We can do it. Okay. Um, good news, everyone. Tomorrow... Oh, God. I knew this was coming. I am going guess, to... And, and listeners, can you guess where he's saying he's going to go? Guess the location. Can you guess the location, Magesh? I'm going to... Squirtland. It's in the continental United States. That's true. It's on either coast, and it starts with paort and ends with oant. Oant. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're going to Pewterland. <laughs> Pewterland sounds kind of fancy. It is my grandma's favorite small dish store. <laughs> Pewterland and uh, small figurines. And it's actually technically Pewterland by the German Pewterland family of the Habsburg reign. Um. No, I'm excited, but it's gonna rain. And do you get wetter in the Habsburg rain or than regular? Uh, (laughs) Um, No, you just have to kind of pull really hard on it. You know what I mean? If you want something to stop, you just pull really hard on the Habsburg rain. Got it. (laughs) Three meanings: homophone. Actually, I don't think it's a homophone because they're not spelled. That's offensive. (laughs) My best friend is a homophone. (laughs) <laughs> Best friend is a homonym. <laughs> Dare you? Oh my gosh! That's homophonic. <laughs> that was fucking really good. Uh, I'm gonna steal that. Excuse me. That is homophonic. Yeah, we need to. We need <laughs> Next time someone says a homophobe, I'm gonna say that. Uh, wait. A, oh, I called someone a homophobe at lunch today, and everyone kind of looked at me like, "What?" <laughs> so okay. <clears throat> sidebar you're on our sidebar okay i'll I, allow it we have these like we have these like team lunches and my my coworker eric and i never fucking go because we're like we don't want to go sit with these people we want to go do our own thing and talk mad shit and talk about grotesquely inappropriate things that no one ever wants to hear about other than just us too because mm-hmm. we're both gay and you know it's a whole and thing. gross <laughs> <laughs> correct Correct, probably. Um, so we finally go to the lunch today, and Paige, who I'm actually pretty close with, she's a coworker of mine who Paige, gets my sense of humor. 
Oh, that's it a different story. It was that nerd with the glasses. nerd with the glasses. She called me a nerd, and I was like, I say her name. She's a bitch. Whatever. She's probably toothless in a meth lab by now. Um, toothless in a meth lab. Coming <laughs> 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 off beat. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Paige was like, we were having ribs for lunch at the cafeteria, which I probably should not have eaten with my tummy the way it is, but. Rib? She was like, rib? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, there's so many references. Um, so she was like asking for napkins. And she was like, oh, can I have your napkin? She's like, oh, I don't want che- like Jesus gross napkins. I'll take yours. From So she grabbed them from my coworker's saw. And I was like, I like held them out. I was like, okay, thanks, homophobe. And threw them on her plate. And everyone was like. You can't just throw that around. Like, she didn't want my napkin. She's not an actual homophobe. Like, it's fine. Everyone else who's like not gay is like trying to take it really seriously because of the like, people are trying to be more cult, like conscious of the socially conscious and stuff. I like looked down at my plate and looked back up to take a bite, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Total nineties movie. But yes, I'm excited I'm going to Portland. It's going to rain all weekend, so we'll see what we're going to do. Hopefully something fun. And then um, uh, I'll get to see my sweet little niece, Maple, who is the sweetest Who's little a dog in the world. Yeah, but it, that's 10. How is Doggins doing, by the way? Doggins is great. She's slowing down. She's, uh, slowing down. She's 10 years old now. Remember when we went to Sutton Family Farms and she got to run around, around the field? That was so that was cute. Best day ever. It's the best day, day ever. ever. And then you took like 18 eggs. That's a gold mine now. <laughs> well, yeah, those 18 eggs are worth like, I don't know. $10,000. 50,000 doll's hairs. <laughs> a billion doll's hairs. It's not worth nothing. You could probably sell it to a doll company for like $50,000. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, actually. <laughs> I think my next rewatch show after Seinfeld is going to be 30 Rock again. I'm telling you, if we do a podcast after this, it's got to be 30 Rock. Oh, I'm so down. I love 30 Rock. 30 Rock. That's going to be in like another year, though, once the new season comes out. I didn't realize we have this season four and there's season five before they ended the series. There's one more season before Mm -hmm. they end the series for the first time. I didn't realize that. I'm a dingus. Well, Well, it's complicated because of the whole season production whatever bullshit we kept on talking about last season to yeah, two seasons ago. PD, we're in season podcast. four. Are you kidding me? No, S4E. We're basically podcast we should, veterans. We should get to the episode. So what's your good news? Okay. Um let's see, what is my good news? I've just been I feel like I'm on uh, I'm on a medication now. Oh my buzz cut. Yeah, that can be my good news. And I was gonna say I'm on um I'm on a medication now and it, it's I'm finally helping. I, no, it's finally helping and I feel good about that. So Oh hell yeah. My yeah. boy, I'm so it's proud. It's definitely helping. It's definitely helping. Um but yeah, like Petey's right. Journey. I did get a buzz cut or I gave myself one, and it's the shortest buzz I've done since maybe I was like a little baby boy. And um <laughs> a little baby boy. <laughs> and I'm feeling good about it. My girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend gave me some nice compliments, so that definitely pumps me up. And then PD said it looked good, so that pumps me up. So <laughs> my girlfriend gave me some really nice compliments. She said it definitely takes some getting used to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks said, dot 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 different. <laughs> yeah. Then she said, "Well, I'm surprised." <laughs> and then she said, "I hardly recognize you." <laughs> yeah. That is something. Beware. And then she said, "Here, wear this hat." <laughs> she said, Here, I went down to Wendy's wigs and got you something that's in the closet. Um, no, I will say beware when a gay compliments you. If they compliment you, they'll say, I like or I enjoy. If they're not complimenting you, they'll point out the change. Oh, Very God. Now I'm going to be between... so self conscious. Oh, you got a haircut. No, but you're right. I did have a coworker uh, who's gay. Um, and by the way, guys, I didn't assume it. He was married to a man, so I knew this. This is not an assumption. And he would say stuff like that, like, <laughs> oh, you got a new jacket. I don't think anyone has any assumptions. They're just like someone's out of the workplace. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think there's, there's well, I, I didn't want to make – I didn't. I wanted to be clear. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm just saying he was gay. He swished his hips, and he probably fell down. Popped his dips. <laughs> I was just trying to rhyme. No, but he would definitely say shit like that. I'm like, oh, those shoes are new. 
<laughs> I, or I when they say you the know time. what the worst though is i feel like you're right i was gonna agree with you about when they say they like it or they enjoy it which is true but then if they end it with for you then oh, you feel like you're in shade. limbo that's that's, that's real shade, shade. Oh, that's oh i love you. that color for you it's like but if they say like oh good for you that looks great like i'm really happy with that that's very different to be yeah. like oh that haircut for it's you definitely for you <laughs> that looks real, yeah. that's good that looks good for you i like that for you that's where like it's I'm bad i like that when for I, you yeah exactly which means i would not pick this for myself well i'm at the age where i get a haircut and people aren't like oh great haircut or like look like like looks great or whatever they're like you got a haircut or whatever because every time i get a haircut more and more of the angel alleys are shown and they're like i know oh, do you God, see this right like, now I mean, yours are not cutting mine bad. short, I see how big my, like, angel alley or whatever the fuck you call it is. I'm angel turning into alley, Dave yeah. Calvin. <laughs> Girl. A.K.A. Vegeta. That's basically, we're turning into Vegeta. <laughs> we are turning into Vegeta. Get around. We could go Super Saiyan. <laughs> Nothing but a monkey. Uh, my girlfriend is my Bulma, that's for sure. Where the fuck did that come from? Because <laughs> we're Vegeta. He marries Bulma. Bulma. Oh, okay. You dumb. Am I your trunks? <laughs> Am I your trunks, Dad? Yeah, you're my son. I gave birth to you. <laughs> son? I don't think that's how that works in any race. Saiyan I think for Saiyans it does. I'm just when they give birth, oh they're God. like, ha, ha. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> I was in labor with you for eight episodes. <laughs> Babies are a spirit bomb. You're here to hear folks first, folks. Um, okay, we need to get this show rolling. All right, and let's get this rolling because we strolling. And by strolling, he means tolling because we will be charging you. That is correct. And your girl has plans, and I have to pack, and I have to go over and see El Guatemalano. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're not going to dox him. We're not going to dox him on this podcast. His address is 222 22nd Street. 123 Fake Street. So today, guys, we're covering season four, episode nine. Future stock and PD. This is one of my favorite episodes. There are yes. so many good bits and pieces in this. The plot is great. It, now, the one thing missing, PD, space travel. I see. You know what? I can. Fo- that's not true. No, I was wrong. I was wrong. That's not true. I was wrong. The orbit. The stock exchanges in the space. Interplanetary travel is missing, which is what we always see. Yes, you're right. You're right. I take it back. I take like, it orbit. back. I will. You know what? Rescinded. Rescension allowed. Counselor, please forgive me. Uh, Your Honor, you're forgiven. Um, but it's it's so good. There's so many good one-liners. There's this new character. We get a lot of mom and her kids. We get a lot of like the Planet Express. Uh, we get Hattie. Also, like, yes, Hattie. And Scruffy. Scruffy. Uh, and it's this is also the the because this used to be I feel like the writing trope of all shows, sitcoms, anything family based, whatever it was, was like becoming a millionaire. Like when you become a millionaire, you've made it. It's not like like it's yeah. That all, was that was a thing in the two thousands, baby. Exactly. It was like a very who wants to be a billionaire? I'm uh, Regis yeah. Philbin. Yes, exactly. It was just like very pecuniary motivations. God, a million dollars is basically more. nothing now. I was literally thinking that. I was like, oh my god, that's literally zero dollars. It's not even one dollar. A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Ten million dollars. With inflation, dolls' hairs are off the charts. Doll inflation is don't even crazy. try. Don't even think about starting a doll company in this day and age. That's why there's no way I'm voting for for doll president doll Biden. President rolled doll. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that, but I love it so much. Anyways, it's a great episode. So, so yeah, basically. So, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you go, you go, you go, you go. So basically, um, we start out with the Planet Express team doing like a essentially like a shareholders meeting, but it's just the Planet Express crew plus Hattie McDougal, uh, and right. Scruffy is there, but I do consider him to be one of the crew, even though he's a little bit more auxiliary. Outside and they're talking the about their like per- financial performance, which is absolutely abysmal. 
Um, we find out that they basically spent most of their money on making the video that highlights Planet, Planet Express. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this has been a year of soaring highs and um, one single devastating loss. <laughs> and the, and and the ship crashes. Ship falls back to the earth. Um, but basically they find out that they're like, this is our financials and it's a pie chart. Like basically one third of it is blue and, one, and two thirds of it is green. And they're like, the blue part is how much money we made from making package delivery. Deliveries, and the green represents an eight dollar banking <laughs> error in our favor, which then it leads me to think that they their revenue was four dollars because yes, exactly the eight dollar error was about twice as big as their revenue. That is literally exactly what I wrote. I even had that for trivia just in case. Um, so basically, they're screwed, and um, they're. Things are getting contentious where they're trying to determine if they're going to get a new leader or not. Like a new CEO. Exactly. Fry and um, Zoeberg sneak out and run around. They go to a a robot mitzvah um, or a bot mitzvah. And then they end up going to like Cryogenics Anonymous where there's all these people who are frozen from different parts of time. Mm-hmm. Fry meets the go-go 80s Rakenot. <laughs> Which, I, PD, is, I don't think we ever learn his name. Learn his name. They just call yeah, him that guy. Thinking. Yeah, that guy. I never yeah, realized that. He never has a name. And like whenever whenever anyone else shares, they say their name. But when he shares, he's like, back in the 80s is how it starts. Yeah. Um, so they go over and Scruffy ends up, it turns out, has 40,000 shares. Fry brings the 80s Yeah, every back. every other member has 10,000 and Scruffy somehow has 40. And uh, right. Leela's like, how do you have 40,000 shares? He's like... I just love this company Scruffy so much. This company. <laughs> he like gets teary. So they all vote. Scruffy votes for the outsider. He becomes the new CEO, um, and and he basically comes in and um, it's like, are you a shark or are you a sheep? And so he looks like, yeah. Which one is the one people want to hug again? He's, He's like, like, good question. You're a shark. You're a shark. <laughs> And then I love how he calls himself a shepherd of sharks, and like he's like mixing the metaphor. Of herd of sharks. A herd of sharks, yeah. <laughs> um, and then later on, Zoidberg asks another question that's like a stupid question. He's like, um, he's like another shark question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love throughout the episode. Um, <laughs> Zoidberg calls him <laughs> my liege. And oh yeah, master. master. <laughs> yes, master. My liege. But basically, um, so this '80s guy has a scheme to kind of. He's used to doing like corporate takeovers, so he is like doesn't really care that they do package delivery. He just wants to make them the best company possible. Um, so they start doing all this dumb stuff that has nothing to do with like package delivery, like making an ad campaign and they clearly rip off that eighties Apple ad and they just, yeah, instead exactly. of a sledgehammer that the woman throws into the TV, she just throws a planet express package and the projector, the projection of, uh, instead of some, whatever dictator is like mom from mom corp, their main competition. So it's like a direct shots fired at mom corp as like their number one competitor. Right, and I love this because he's <clears throat> he's such a Trumpian businessman where he's like, it doesn't matter what you do, it doesn't matter how you do it, it doesn't matter anything, it's all about image. image. And it's all about the way that people perceive your brand, and your brand needs to be as high as possible. And so he goes on this, like, basically PR push mm-hmm. where um, he's basically, like, getting in magazines, he brings Fry on as his protege to, um, you know, <clears throat> make him look good. Um, they go to, um, all these different like high end, um, places around New York to see and be seen with other rich people. And, um, they basically get so famous that they get mom's attention and mom Mm -hmm. decides to buy them out. So she basically cut while Fry and eighties guy are like at Elzar's eating dinner and being like rich, practicing Fry's execute speak. Don't you worry about blank. Let me worry about blank. Worry about blank. I um, and I would have also accepted blank, blank, blank. blank. You're not seeing the You're big picture. The picture. <laughs> so mom comes in and like Fry, he's like, Fry, I'll handle this. So Fry leaves. And then essentially they find out that um, he's selling the company to mom because he didn't give a shit. He just like wanted to make money. And so they are kind of, they're about to do this like hostile takeover. And there we then are at the, the, um, the planet, like the 
I was going to say Planet Express, the exchange, the stock exchange, which is now yes, a space the station. The galactic stock exchange. The galactic stock exchange. Thank you. And um, I love it says, like, prevents um, stock market crashes by driving safely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't crash. Because you could crash market. into it. Um, but yeah, so I love, <laughs> I love the moment <laughs> where they're, they're, they're like kind of doing an establishing shot of like the trading floor. And, you know, it's trying to capture yeah, the chaos of, like animation, a, yeah. of a trading floor. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all these guys just like yelling out random shit. And it's clearly like commodities or whatever, you know, because they're like 100 right. bushels of apples or whatever. And then one robot just goes... Three large bags of trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did love that. It's like totally Philomar doing every voice to it. He's like, four cans, whoop ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, they start the, the 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 takeover, and it's essentially that like the stockholders have to approve this. So right. mom's company, they all vote for it. Um, but then the Planet Express team, they, like, they didn't realize they'd have an option to vote. So they all vote no, and then we see 49% comes up. And then um, the 80s guy votes yes, and he has 51%. And it turns out that the whole time um, Zoidberg had majority shares of Planet Express because Hermes <laughs> had just been giving him stocks because he was Instead asking for toilet him. paper, and they were meaningless <laughs> at the time. So he was just like, what? I just kept giving it to him. <laughs> but meanwhile, Zoidberg had traded his to the 80s guy for a sandwich. Right, exactly, and he's and then so basically, the '80s guy is doing this hostile takeover of Planet Express, and everyone realizes that, oh, like they're pissed off until they realize that they could become millionaires. Right, because the stock is selling for like one hundred and seven dollars per share, and, and they all had like ten k. Everything. Right, they all had like ten k stocks. Exactly, they all had ten thousand stocks. Yeah. So, um, the thing is about to go through, and Fry ends up realizing, oh wait, that means we're not going to work together anymore. So um, he's then trying to stop it. Um, it's about to go through, and, and the eighties guy is like, "Too bad, Fry. Like, I don't care what you say." And then he's like, "Like the like he's like, oh no, yeah, I was too busy being an eighties guy that I forgot to cure my bonitis." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which leads us to the guy's bones are cracking, and it leads us to one of our soundboard sounds that you guys have heard before. Let me find it. Here we go. So the 80s guy is getting crumpled up with his bones, and then he goes, My only regret is that I have bonitis. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> and then he dies, but he's like literally just like crumples up, like his jaw gets just dis- displaced and everything. It's kind of gross. <clears throat> but um, he. So all those, as the vice chair, all those shares go to Fry, and he's like, before he says no yes. or yet, like the Planet Express team, the rest of the team comes in. They're like, Fry, just go through with it because we're about to be rich. But then Fry keeps talking, and you can see the stock price fluctuating behind him. So it goes from like 107 to like, he is like, I would like to give this, uh, the control back over to like the greatest man I know. And it's like ticking up. And then he's sort of like saying how he learned that m- friendship is more important than money. And it goes down it to like 80 or down, something. Yeah. Um, and then Fry just keeps talking. They're like, shut up. And then eventually it turns out that. Uh, it's down to like 0.03. So then he's just like, whatever, we're screwed no matter what. We'll like, I'll vote no and we'll stop the takeover. So they're back to ground to square one, basically. Yeah. It's only worth 0.03 Kurt Jaggers. Um, I do love Zoidberg at the end of it. He's like, hooray. And again, the sandwich heavy portfolio went out again. And then he eats it. Conservative. Yeah. It's like, it's like green and musty. And he eats it. He's like, oh no. I'm ruined. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Zoidberg was cash poor and sandwich rich. Yeah, exactly. His assets are gone. His assets are toast. Um, so then the Planet Express crew ends up having to, having to work together. Fry gets his way and they're all like, eh, whatever. Eh. Back to square one. Back to square but one. It's such a good episode. There's so many good wine liners. It's so good. Should we get into some travia? Let us get into some travia. Now, PD, I actually have a few for you this time. Oh, I think I was trying to channel you. Okay. What does Hattie's apartment smell like or house smell like? Urine. What kind of urine? Cat pee. Yeah. Your house smells like 
had cat pee. So I get 50% for cat pee. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you half of that. Your it's polygrip like... and cat pee. Oh, polygrip. Yeah, I was not gonna guess that. Okay. Now when the 80s guy is talking and he's bragging to the 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 um unfrozen people. Um what what foods and drinks does he have with what people? Oh, I was having cookies with milk in and uh-huh. um oh what's the first one? Borscht with Chorscht. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, cl- it's close. Is there, isn't there an O in his name? Yes. Bl- bl- I was having cookies with Milken and caviar with. No. Ah, uh, what it's, was the It's first whiskey one? with Boski. Oh, whiskey with Boski. I was having whiskey with Boski. And, and cookies with Milken. Cookies with Milken. Okay. I don't even know who Boski is. You get a half are, point but. for that again. Okay, um, 50%. okay, so when they're when they um are fi- you know talking about how mom's mom is the biggest co- um co- competition, they're comparing themselves to countries as like businesses. So Hermes says, Oh, we're like Switzerland, small and neutral. What country and characteristics does the eighties guy correct him and say, No, we should be like we should be like Germany. Uh-huh. Something and misunderstood. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, we should be like Germany. They're ambitious and misunderstood. Ambitious and misunderstood. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, I'll give you. I think I'll I should you... get full credit for that. Did you get all of it right? I got the country. I got the country. But did you get and that was all of it right? I you can't ask for quotes. See, this is, you don't know how trivial it works. He says what you said. You what, literally have you asked me for quotes. I'm giving you two thirds. Do you want nothing? Because I will take it away. I think I just I just I just think I should get the whole thing because the question was about the country. No, the question was what country and what are the characteristics. Okay, then you see you always come in with three or four parters. You literally do that every time. Your Honor, not buying it, Senator, not buying it. Counselor, approach the bench. We're gonna need to. We're gonna need <laughs> I can't to. Can't believe my memory's I'll a little fuzzy, but it goes but it went a little, exactly, like, exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, uh, but it goes okay. something exactly like this. And then the last I'll question: take the What does Fry? What what two examples of a traditional family does Fry give? Oh, see, I never paid attention to this parts. one before. The lesbian. It's because they're one line. The yes. And do you can't just say the whole line. It's like, well, you can give me one of the two examples. I always say give me one of the two. No, you That's don't. I do. Yes, I do. No, because I get partial credit all the time. I don't know about that. The lesbian coming across the street or It's easy. It's easy. The to last name. The, random... the Manson. Something. The Mansons? No, I'm giving you a hint right now. Mur- the Murphys? Papa Murphys? The Murphys? No, the Murphys. Oh, the, the Murphys. He says the Murphys and the lesbian coven down the street. So uh, you got it. Okay, well, I don't, know, I don't know what the Murphys are. That's what he said. It's just like a last name, like the Murphys? Yes. Like, as a standard family. Like they know the that it's like, a family. Like, yeah. The same? Yeah. You're overthinking it, Petey. What are you talking right. about? It's my turn. Crack, 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 knuckle, crack, knuckle, crack, knuckle, crack. I don't know what's your deal, bro. That was good trivia. <laughs> Finally, I felt like I had good trivia, and you're telling me you're doxing me right now. I am not. That's not what doxing You gave out my address. Is. <laughs> I was say, I did not give out your address. 6969 Bangway. Um, okay. PD, you did well. You got two and two thirds out of four. That's pretty good. Grading curve on that. Um, well, you're the only one in the class, so it's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's pretty good. What '70s movie reference does Calculon make? Oh, um, oh, uh, Planet of the I'm Apes. Gonna the, I'm gonna need the film. The year I it just was said it. <laughs> the year it was created. Planet of the, the six, Apes. And the box office gross, as well as the top four actors. Okay, do you want and me to do you want me to not ever do trivia again? 
do you want to foster an environment where trivia is? I, I gave it to you, by the way. I could have just said what seventies movies reference isn't made in this episode, and I gave you the calculon part. I'm just saying I'm being kind. Oh my god! What kind of this is what box? happens when PD feels it's threatened at, as king of trivia? <laughs> this is what happens. What? That's true. Instead of being what proud of me for being good at picking up trivia questions, I'll be proud in a few times. I just need time to get used to it. You're not. Oh usually my god! So good at it. Mom, um, what kind of lunchbox does the Go Go Eighties guy have? Oh, okay. So he's got like one of those vintage tin ones. It's um, ah, oh, shit, I forget. <laughs> That's like that Jeopardy music. Um, I don't remember. I mean, Scooby Doo is the only thing I'm thinking of, but I don't think it was Scooby Doo. Miami Vice. Oh, Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. Um, lesbian Coven. That was good. I was, I was going to ask that one. Um, oh, what is a group of car? Jeez, uh, what is a group of sharks actually called? Okay, you're. Oh my God, PD. Hey, you're the one who makes the outside references. You can't make fun of me for doing the outside references and then do it yourself. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Just, hey, I'm just playing your game. I'm just trying to keep up. Petey, I don't Not care if you play my center. game. Stop telling me that my game is bad and then doing it. <laughs> uh, what's it called, buddy? Um, it's called a... If geese is a gaggle. A shaggle. That's <laughs> nothing to do with A school. <laughs> but with teeth. It technically could, it could be referred to as a number of three things, but it is most often referred to as a blank. Oh, 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 um, a no, I was gonna say pod, that's whales. Um, uh, I don't know, a shiver of sharks. Oh, I was not gonna guess that, but I do like the alliteration. So, funny enough. You can also be. It can also be called a school. It can also be called a herd of sharks. It's a real thing. You can literally really. I did not. That know is that. funny. But my favorite one is a frenzy of sharks because it makes. Okay, sense, I feel know? like I've heard that Eating before. Frenzy? I've never like heard shiver, but I've heard of a frenzy. Apparently, shiver is like the one that's most shiver me used. timbers. And it makes you shiver when you see them. Like it's kind of stupid, but. So um, what do you? Yeah, so why is that called a murder of crows then? Because it makes you murder somebody. Because they murder you. Because pizza is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> he was um, stuck in okay. his limousine and ate himself to death. Himself to death. <laughs> um, what does mom want to do with um, the 80s guy once he dies to get rid of him? She says, so blank out as blank and blank him to the blank. And that was really kind of me to give you all the blanks. Okay. I I I don't remember. The only mom line I really remember th- of this one is when she says she says something like to her kids, she says something like bastard out your crap hole or something. She like switches two words around uh, in which you shut would your crap shut your shut your bastard, you crap hole, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And then she's like, moose drip. <laughs> um um, she says, and I would have given you any credit just so you know if you got one of these. Oh my god, this is so <laughs> pretentious right now. Try out his and feed him to the jackals. Oh, <laughs> feed him to the mo- jackals. I love that mom. Yeah, feed him to the jackals. Okay, so Petey, do you feel unthreatened now that I got one out of four and you got two and two thirds out of four? Let's just say if I were one of those lizards in Jurassic Park, I'd be like this. <laughs> so threatened. <laughs> <laughs> Territorial. Yeah, territorial, not necessarily threatened, but territorial. I'm just saying, I, okay, keep them coming. I like a, cha- a challenge. Just then stop acting like you don't. I like a challenge. I don't like it when there's 15 parts to each challenge. Oh, my God. I like a challenge, and, and if the challenge is easy enough that I know I'm going to get in, it's not an actual challenge. I like a challenge a when it's not a challenge. Exactly. It's just a slam dunk for me, and I know I'm going to get it, and there's no question or risk whatsoever. Okay, but I'll I'll counterpoint. Slam dunking is hard. Accepted. 
counterpoint accepted. I don't have anything else to say about it. It's a sport. Well, anyway, PD, what would you, uh, how many stocks, at Planet Express stocks, would you rate this out of PL five? And X. Um, I think I would give it a, a solid 4.5. It's a great episode. It's got a lot going on for it. I wish we had a little bit more alien, a little more space drone, a little something else in there, you know, but it's really, really, really good. I was like thinking about giving this a five, PD. Oh my gosh, do it. I gave what? Do you think I should? Because otherwise it's like a 4.75 for sure. Oh yeah, it's close. I mean, if so, the, so my only change between 4.75 and 5 is if I could find one minuscule, like little thing wrong with it, I would still give it a 5. But if I could find multiple minuscule little things wrong with it, then I would give it a 4.75. So if you can find more than I, one small thing. I don't think. I find anything wrong with it. Like I'm not annoyed by anybody. Like I sometimes am, you know, sometimes the characters are kind of annoying. Um, so I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it that five baby. Wow. Let's hear some claps folks. Great episode. Um, thank you guys for joining us once again, as always, you can find us on Twitter at W T T W O T. And please do support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash worldoftomorrowpod, where you can get access to episodes a week early and ad-free. Plus, there's bonus content over there, some After Dark episodes. And, Pete, before I hand it over to you to do your special words, I will say next week we're going to cover Season 4, Episode 10, A Leela of Her Own, a Blurns Ball episode. That's decent. It's a I, like episode. The, I like it's the Ant Pizza guy. <laughs> Yes, I do. The uh, what are they like? They have like bees cards. on the pizza. Yes, this is disgusting. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and all the chairs are like fucked up. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll get there. We we'll get there. Um, we love you forever. We love you for always. As long as you're listening, our friend you'll be. And now I think '80s guy should take us out. Since it's My only regret is. That I have Bonitis. Bye. Bye. Bye.